Episode 4. Welcome to the Linda Mendable Show. They say the hustle is sold separately, and Grace will take the acquaintance the hustle can't. In this podcast, Linda will inspire you to feel your passions and pursue your purpose, because your biz is more than just a dream. More than just a dream. Hello, love. In this episode, I sit down with the wonderful, fabulous Shannon Sharp from ShannonSharpStudios.com. She is just a wealth of wisdom, a well of wisdom, and is simply amazing. You're going to enjoy this episode. We go ahead and speak about self-care, taking care of our appearance, taking care of our households, and also setting the tone right ladies sometimes we're the ones that set the tone and we go into that we also talk about her leap of faith taking her freelance business to a full-time entrepreneurship it's simply amazing i am so blessed to have her on the show and just have her bless you So make sure that you tune in. And by the way, I will say that the audio quality, I tried to do the best job that I could because it was a time that I started this podcast when I had my headphones and Andy was just one month old. I know. So right now he is 10 months and I am so happy to just be podcasting and back on the show and um, hopefully, Lord willing, most definitely, I will be here bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You can also catch me on YouTube, so make sure you follow me on YouTube and uh, let's go ahead and go into the show. Hey, Shannon. Welcome to the show. Hey, Linda. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. So, um, just a little, I guess, um, a little background story on you. You're a makeup artist. You're a full-time makeup artist. You went from being a teacher and in, in that field to now being a full-time, not only makeup artist, but also beauty coach. Can you tell us a little bit about what beauty coaching is? Sure. Beauty coaching, I know you've heard of life coaching, business coaching and all. And what a beauty coach does, what I do is I help women to get unstuck. I'd like to say I help women reach their full beauty potential. As we get older, we tend to allow our responsibilities, especially uh, women and mothers. It's so easy to kind of lose ourselves and our responsibilities. And I'm here to help them balance that out and make sure that they're taking care of themselves, their skin, that they have a signature look that they're proud of and confident with. And I'm here to help help empower them as they're empowering their families. Man, that sounds wonderful. I know I love it when you do my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing your makeup too. <laughs> Easy canvas. Not really because, you know, you always have to like remind me to rain back from always moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to train you to keep still. But other than that, we don't have any issues. You're good. good. So, can you tell us like a little bit of your background? Like, what took you from being a teacher to now being a full time makeup artist and being an entrepreneur? 
Well, you know, as I look back at it, everything has kind of come full circle. I have really been doing this all my life, and I just have not been aware of it. Wow. Um, the the creative artist in me, the teacher in me, all of that has finally merged. And now I see where it's a profitable business, but it's also something I'm really passionate about. I like to see people at their best. I like to know that people are feeling their best, confident in their best look. And I feel responsible to do that. I think there are easy tips and tricks that I can show women. And I feel like once I do that and then I present them to themselves, then they should be able to maintain that. And as a beauty coach, that's what I do. I kind of reinvent them, figure out where it is they are, help them locate where they are and where they want to be as far as their beauty is concerned. And a lot of times I find out that it is not all outwardly, but it's inwardly. So as much as I'm coaching and mentoring them on their outer appearance, I know that it starts on the inside, and once we can get the right perception on the inside, that outer appearance is just reflective of that inner person. When you do the inside, like, what do you mean by that? Well, we go through a little bit of an assessment to figure out what they're thinking and what they think about themselves and what they think about where they are in life. And I try to emphasize to women that sexy is an attitude, it's not a status, it's not a size, but you can feel good and look good at whatever status you are. I help them, again, locate where they are, and we decide where they want to go and what products and practices can best help them get there. So it's a mentality first. Everything is. It's, it's all based on how we are thinking and seeing because our thoughts become things. So if we see ourselves, if we have a poor image of ourselves, then we reflect that on a day-to-day basis. You can see it in people's posture, let alone what they will put on or won't put on when they go outside their house. So what would you say is, like, the number one, like, thing that that you would say that they're struggling with mostly? You know, women are struggling with most because I know when I came to you, I remember the first time I came to you, and I was like, "Hey, not, you know, Shannon, can I get some lashes?" You know, and it was the first time I had a baby, and it really, like, for me after that experience, it really gave me a boost. You know, and it was something that you know I will never forget because it made me feel like a woman again. And you know, I guess sometimes when you're like a wife or a mom, you can feel like you're losing yourself a little bit. You know, and, and for me, when I took that step, it was like. I was thinking about myself again. But what would you say, like, would be the number one thing that women are struggling with and that, like, number one pain point that that you hear? I think it's balance. I think think it's balance because when an event comes up, everybody is able, for some reason, to put their best foot forward then. If it's a wedding that they're in, everybody can get their look together that. If it's uh, an award they're being presented with or something like that, everybody can get it together. But, you know, I just feel like it shouldn't be something where you walk in the room and you're so glamorized and you look so different that people don't even recognize you. And then just to go back to the same old plain look on Monday. 
So I try to encourage women to, you can look that good for yourself Monday through Friday. And it wow. can just get better and better and better. And what the find is when you take that time to invest in yourself, you're not being selfish. It's selfish if you don't do it. Because whether you know it or not, um, especially the woman of the household, we affect the entire household. When we feel good about ourselves, everybody feels good. You know, you've heard the saying, the saying if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Amen. And that's her. <laughs> How, you never heard it? No, I said amen because oh, definitely, okay. we definitely yeah. preach that over here. <laughs> and it's, it's a favor to our husbands and it's an example to our daughters, you know, that you have to value yourself at whatever stage. You know, we think it's selfish sometimes to just feel time away to regroup. You know, we will we will spit ourselves just completely, and it begins to take a toll on your physical appearance. And again, I don't care what anybody says, image is everything. Because how you see yourself is how you are. The Bible even says, as a man thinketh in his own heart, so is he. And what you think is what you show other people. And what wow. you show other people is how other people respond to you. So it's amazing. Um, one of the exercises I do with some of my clients is they'll come in on a Saturday, we'll meet, and we'll consult, but I'll make their face up, and then they have to wear it all day just to the Harris Peter, to wherever it is they're going. And it's remarkable the feedback that they get and that they give me when they come back about how they just got random smiles and people were paying their compliments. And we don't overdo the makeup, but we just give them a polished look for the day. And they get used to that. And then that eventually becomes their norm. Yeah, because I, I noticed, like, when I first got, um, when I first decided to invest in, like, when I did the lashes, it was it was new. It was like, I was seeing myself different. And it was like, is this me? You know, something that I did have to get used to because it's something that you, you're, you're not, sometimes it makes you really reflect on how comfortable you are in your own skin, right? Mm-hmm. It does. And I know, for one thing, for me, one of the verses that pops up in my head is, like, faith without works is dead. So, like you said, mm-hmm. as think is, so is he. It's almost like, do you feel beautiful? So why don't you put that up front and show that, you know? And it's not yeah. being, and it's not being vain or it's not, it's just, it's just being, it's seeing that stuff like, I'm caring about myself, so I'm going to take care of my skin and use products that take care of my skin. Because it's not just about, you know, the vanity of it. It's just about caring about how you present yourself to the world. Absolutely. And I like to even say that it is a confession of your faith. It's a statement of what you believe. You know, I mean, no, and I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable not wearing lashes. I don't even have lashes on today. I was in class, and we're doing exercises where people are practicing facials on each other, so I really can't wear lashes this week. I do know how to do my makeup so that it looks like I do have on lashes, but <laughs> I don't. But I'm comfortable because one thing I teach, like in my beauty boot camp for girls, we're not hiding behind the makeup. The makeup is not our mask. The makeup just enhance, it enhances the beauty that we already know is there. And we're not being superficial, but we're celebrating ourselves. And every wow. day, 
is such a confidence booster to do that for myself. And then to go out into public, and it's not necessarily showing it all, but it is being confirmed by the other people around you. Not that that's what you're looking for. I'll tell you what else it does. It makes a demand on the other women around you. They either are going to conform as well, or they may hate on you. Wow, can you Unfortunately. Yeah, I like that. So what do you mean by that? Like, it makes a demand about the, the other women around us. Like, can you go more into that? Well, with the women that I send out, I'm like, okay, come in with whatever you would normally wear to the grocery store. I mean, I don't mean sweats and slippers, but, you know, just put on your average simple outfit for Saturday, but we're going to really do your face up. We're going to make you look so polished and all. And a lot of their feedback is while I was in line, they saw and they felt people staring at them to the point that some women were even like, oh, my God, you think you're so pretty. Or they didn't even know what to compliment. Like, is it your hair or is it your, like, what is it? And and that person's ego and confidence was so boosted. But then there were some women who were around them who looked down as they were around. There were some places, one lady went on an appointment, and she said when she walked in the room, and she had on like a sundress and heels on this particular day. She walked in the room and some of the other women began to just look at magazines and, you know, while some of the men in the room, of course, were staring and just really appreciative of them taking care of themselves. And it's it's not a bad thing. It's like you can you'll get so used to it that you'll realize okay, this is my norm. This is this is what I want to look like every day. This is how I want to feel every day. And then other women, as you get closer with them, you know, you share with them, like, look, this didn't cost me a lot to do, a couple of tips and tricks and, you know, a little bit of advice, a little of this, a little of that. But my whole thing is just to encourage women that you're worth it. Why not? Why do we have to wait for an occasion? Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed in, in my own daily, like, routine in life is, when the most productive day that I have is a day that I actually take the effort to do my hair, to put a little bit of makeup on, not to be so extravagant, but, you know, to do something that I feel comfortable with and and get dressed, you know, not just be in sweats and everything, even though, you know, I mostly work from home <laughs> and the only person I would see is my husband, but why not? You know, why not? Even if I'm the only person that sees myself. But I know that my most productive days are the days that I do show up. Because when I don't take care of, like, let's say my hair or my, or even my makeup, and, and I'm just like, you know, ah, this is, and, you know, you can have days like that, but I don't Fun. feel as productive as the days when I do make an effort on how I'm appearing. Exactly. And your husband appreciates it. Oh, you for know, sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially... If you're working from home, or especially if by the time he comes home, you've already been home, and, you know, it's just little things that, that is really, I've heard it expressed by uh, quite a few men, they just appreciate it. You know, a lot of wives have said that my husband would be like, where are you going? Why are you so dressed up? Well, that's an indicator that that's something I wasn't doing all the time. It's, we, we always do it for an occasion. You know, instead of this is my normal routine. And I do it as a practice of, you know, it, I mean, how many times do we walk past the mirror and we look at ourselves and then we're sucking in our stomach and we're letting it out and 
we're looking at the roots of our hair and counting grades and you know, it's like gotta do that. This <laughs> what we could do just the opposite. And celebrate yourself. And you know, it's it's been ridiculed on one end, I'm like, Oh, that's too much, I don't have time to do that and it's so superficial. But then on the other end, if you keep it in perspective, it's like if you're if you don't celebrate you, who who is? Yeah, there's a saying I'm sorry. No, go ahead. There's, there's a saying that says you're addressed by the way you dress. People take you seriously when you take yourself seriously. No. Um, look at you know, we have a certain form of dress for an interview. We have a certain form of dress for a formal event. We have a certain form of dress and that you know, for for different occasions. But what about the everyday occasion? And I think that we just get too relaxed with like, oh, I'm home, I can't, not saying it at all, but you can't have a damn day or, you know, but I just truly believe that um, it makes a difference and the people who encounter you appreciate it. Amen. It, it does make a difference. And, you know, people would say, I know a lot of women say, oh, I'm not doing it for him or I'm not doing it for them, I'm doing it for myself. But, you know, mm-hmm. I... So when I do it for myself, sometimes myself would not want to do anything. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> but but putting it in the perspective, like you know what, I'm doing this for my husband. You know, I don't feel bad saying that, but for some reason, there's a lot of women kind of like they don't want to say that. They don't want to say like I'm doing this for someone else. You know, but for me, in the day that I don't want to do anything, that's what I put in my mind. Like you know what. If I'm going to put on makeup, I'm going to get dressed, I'm going to do this for my husband. So when he comes home, he comes into, you know, a semi-clean home, <laughs> as clean as it can be, and, and whatever day, and he comes into, yeah. you know, I got dressed up and appeared for him, you know? Even, I mean, even if I don't... Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying, I agree with you. They feel celebrated. You know how we feel when they put on cologne or they fret, they're freshly shaved? You wouldn't want him coming home throwing his shirt off and just, you know. But when it's time to go to work, he gets up, he irons his clothes, he does this, that, the other. But yeah. when it's time to go out with you, he's just throwing on sweat. No. So I think <laughs> it's a it's a mutual form of respect for yourself and for one another. I really do. We, we get dressed and we get pretty and we take care of ourselves to go into a workplace. That's crazy. So yeah. we don't do it for our spouses. And you think about how much effort we put into cooking. You know, certain foods we won't even serve on a paper plate. It's like, <laughs> oh, baby, you need to see this on a stone dish. You need to. And we arrange it and we take time seasoning and all of that. But when it comes to us, and I think we've been trained that way. You know, we put on this image outside of the doors, but inside of the doors, um, we just don't feel like it's necessary. And we get comfortable with one another, and we get comfortable with, and I mean, I know life happens. I know babies happen. I know jobs, schooling, all those things. But again, from the first question you asked me, what's what's most women's biggest struggle? It's balance, and it's the balance to put yourself first. And I know this sounds selfish and backwards, but if you are not okay, nobody's going to be okay. If you don't take the time to take care of you, you're not going to be able 
to take care of anybody else. And I know something as simple as makeup, people, you know, it, it can sound so superficial. Like, really, so if I don't wear lipstick, my family's not going to be taken care of. No. <laughs> your attitude and your demeanor, how you feel about yourself is very easily communicated through your actions and through your appearance. You were saying thing about, you know, for me it goes back into, like, mindset. Like, whatever it is, you know, what type of mind do you have, you know, how you were saying, too, right? It's all about how yeah. you see yourself. It is. And, you know, what's helped me, honestly, is that I have understanding that I'm going somewhere. I have understanding that this is not all in vain. I was talking to someone earlier, and she was like, wow, what makes you go full-time? And I was like, because I've come too far and I've invested too much for this to just be a hobby. I, I have way too much invested for this not to turn into even more and keep growing and keep progressing. You know, my mindset yeah. is there's certain, I have to take care of myself because for one, I'm in the beauty industry. I am my, my business card. I am a walking advertisement. But for those who are not in the, in the beauty industry, you're in some form of business. Even if you're a parent, a mom that stays at home, you are like the household technician. It's your responsibility to run that house. You don't have to look like you don't have it together all day long. You just don't. And it doesn't take that long either. It just seems like it takes no. like five to ten minutes in the morning. It doesn't. And and I offer classes where I teach the five-minute phase. Honestly, I'm going to tell you, the best thing to do and the most the easiest thing to do for your face is your eyebrows. When you put your eyebrows on, that frames your entire face and it changes the whole spectrum of your face. Just well-groomed eyebrows, whether they're wet, whether they're penciled in, that's the first part and that's the easiest part. You can put a clear gloss. The second part would be something on your eyes. You know, um, when I was teaching in the classroom, I couldn't go in there with all different types of colors and all that. I did wear lashes every day, but they were like individual lashes. They would last like a month. But that was all I really needed. So I would put primer, a quick bronzer, uh, my eyebrows, and a very light nude gloss, and that was it. But I looked so refreshed and polished. Just from that. But I'm telling you, it made a difference in my teaching. The students would even say, or they would respond to me differently than they would say some of the teachers who kind of came in uh, looking like they just rolled out the bed. Presentation is everything. Think about restaurants you go to. You know, they set the ambiance. They set the atmosphere. There's light music playing. All of that. I always compare it to uh, my Chick-fil-A. So it's basically, hmm? so it's basically what we're saying about ourselves, in like in a in a in a subconscious type of way or in like an underlining type of way, was not really saying anything with our words, but saying it with visually. Yes, I would say that's it in a nutshell. And what would you say about Chick Fil A? I just feel like Chick-fil-A is the preferred 
fast food place. For one, uh, we feel like chicken is healthier than beef. But the service that Chick-fil-A gives, I mean, we even sat outside of a Chick-fil-A and a McDonald's. They were right next door to each other. And we looked at the uniforms, the demeanor and the mindset of some of those, the majority of the McDonald's workers, they were outside of the store smoking on the side of the building. Their uniforms were wrinkled. They looked like they just kind of were there. Chick-fil-A didn't have anybody outside. Um, everything seemed so orderly. And then when we left Chick-fil-A, we remember them telling us it was their pleasure. You know, I joked with my kids. I said, watch, they're going to be like, hi, I'm Amy. I love you. You know, they just make, they go out of their way to make sure you've had an experience with them. And I remember that in business. And I know it starts with the very first impression, which is your appearance. Your appearance speaks before you even open your mouth. Now, a lot of times what you're presenting may not even be the real you. But for that short amount of time that you're on an interview or that short amount of time that you're in the presence of someone who you are concerned with in front of it gets the job done. And that's, you know, like, wow, she, she takes care of herself. Or she's very well groomed. Yeah, okay, she's serious. This is really, you know, she's about her business. All of that just because you took the time to groom yourself. And, I mean, I know my my focus is makeup but um, and skincare. But, I mean, it, 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 there's no way in the world I'm going to have a flawless face and then a wrinkled shirt. So it all works together. That's true because I noticed when I, you know, take the time to do my makeup, I have to, like, change my clothes. <laughs> like, even if it's sweats, it has to be the nice sweats, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> even if it's so like it that. It all goes together. Yeah, it, it's so true. It, it just makes you think differently. It cuts you up. I noticed that for me. I don't know if anyone, it cuts me up. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the date. And if anyone knocks on my door that I didn't expect to come, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of times that, you know, someone knocked on my door and I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are. You're ready. I tell women on Thanksgiving Day, I always post, go get ready first. Do not do all that cooking and then at 4 o'clock try to run upstairs and get your look together because it's not going to happen. It's not. And you have pictures and people are posting and your house looks great. Your husband looks neat and well-groomed. Your kids look adorable and clean. And you you got rollers in your hair. You never put anything on your face. And you're opening doors and greeting your guests. To me, what this is, is I love my family, so I put myself last. And that, that isn't even, that doesn't equate. You know what I mean? You yeah. always post that for Thanksgiving. Go lay your clothes out, wear whatever, because you can change into something, you know, at 4 o'clock. So go fix your hair and do your makeup first. That way, by the time when everybody gets there, if it's worn off, it's just worn off a little. You can go touch it up. But you're not starting from scratch, and you're not exhausted. You're not putting yourself last. And I don't know when, you know, when, again, I think it goes back to balance. You know, we eat as mothers, we eat standing up. We don't sit down and eat. We don't even eat a full plate. 
know. You know, we'll throw something in our mouth, but as long as my husband and the baby, everybody's eating, it doesn't matter. And I'll stay up, and I won't get the proper amount of sleep, because as long as my baby and my husband, and we think, you know, I'm being a mom. And it happens. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying don't make that the rule, because what also happens is it takes its toll on you. You just start watching. I see it all the time. I see beautiful families, but I see run-down women. I do. I see beautiful families. The man, you know, he makes the time to go to the gym. It's all he does. Yeah, my husband makes the time. He every day yeah. at the gym, except for like Wednesdays, like his rest day. But oh my gosh, he does. <laughs> yeah, that is a that's that's a priority for them. And we are kind of like, well, you know, no, baby, you go do that. And it's a struggle to change that mindset because it's so deeply embedded in us that we're being selfish. You know, the love that we're being, we're not sacrificing and we're not love. I would say that it's not just about being selfish. It's also about, like, you know, like, do I have the time to do this? And, like, I'm so tired. I used to up all night with with the baby. You know, and I think it's like our priorities. Yeah. You got to schedule it. You have to schedule it. Um, You know, I'm dating happily. And (laughs) yes, we get get so busy. So we have scheduled one day a week. That's like our date night or morning because of my schedule. And we're sticking to that. We just started. But I was like, you know, if you don't watch it, Really important areas can just so quickly slip from out of your hands, and you don't mean to. Even time with your kids, you know. Oh yeah. Um, I I found it easier now for me to get up in the morning and cook dinner than to come in in the evening and try to cook. In the evening, I I'm spent. I'm tired. So by five six o'clock, I want to be sitting down and working on my business. I want to be able to hear how my kids' day went, you know. So the sacrifice that I make is I'll get up early in the morning and I'll cook dinner so that I can have a, more of a downtime during the day. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've actually scheduled my day to hourly increments. But I have my alarm, you know, setting off like almost every hour and then a little note that says what I need to do or have the mind yeah. what I need to do in that hour because if not, the laundry won't get done because I'll forget. Like, I'll think, like, I used to think, oh, yeah, I'll remember I'll do all those things that I need to do. And then it'll just slip through the cracks because I'll take, like, a big break or something like that, you know, drinking my coffee. Or I'm, like, doing something over here or with Emmanuel or Andres, you know. <laughs> and it just, for me, I'm like, I need to do a schedule. If I really want to run my business smoothly and run my household I need to have, like, I need to know what I'm doing each hour. Regardless of what happens within that hour, the, you know, the goal is to get something accomplished. You know, whatever, you know, whatever, um, little note I said, like, laundry has to be done or, you know, lunchtime, or, you know, all of those things. I even have, like, scheduled time for Emmanuel's, you know, school that I teach him a little bit of, like, you know, the ACs, just standard things, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I don't do that, including in my business, like there, there's a time when he goes for a nap and I still have those hour increments of what I'm doing in my business. So, right. I mean, I think it's instrumental, like, to, to put it in the schedule. Like you said, like, wake up early. So that's one of the things, like, I know when I wake up in Emmanuel, 
I'm doing, you know, even before I wake up, I try to get, I try to, I try to get into the word. That's the first thing I have to do because if not, my whole day is just going to be a little long. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. I do. So let's go and back to, to, um, your business. But before we go back to business, I want to hear this last part that you were going to say. <laughs> huh? What were you going to say? You were like, and? Oh, no. I just, I, I hope I'm not sounding like, yeah, just stop what you're doing and just go and get a pedicure and take care of yourself. I'm not saying, you know, drop our responsibilities because I think as long as we have a family, it's going to be a continual juggling act. I'm just saying schedule yourself in there somewhere, you know, to where yeah. everyone understands like, oh, okay, it's Tuesday. You know, Tuesday from 7 to 9, mommy leaves. Or it's Tuesday and you know Tuesdays is when mommy hired the babysitter to come over so she can get some work done in her office. So, from this time to this time, I can't go upstairs. Or that that pres- preserves us, and you got to be preserved. You know, it it it. I've I've experienced it where everything can so easily just turn into our responsibilities and our duties, and you just don't even feel like you're having a, a quality life. But it's possible, you know, with like with just taking some time out and. um Spending time with other people who do build you up. You know, I just think it's that, that time out. A lot of times, you know, a lot of churches have different small groups and e-groups. And, you know, our group that we had, how we get together for an hour yeah. and a half over a cup of coffee, and we felt like we spent a weekend together. Yeah, our mastermind. refreshing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect, Shannon. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> You know, cause I, I get what you mean. Like, I don't want it to sound like, oh, this is all about, like, how you look. You know, I don't want it to sound, like, so superficial. But, yeah, you know. But it's almost like having a clean house, right? Or having a well-designed house. You know, when you walk into a, or a great hotel you walk into and the room is just immaculate. And they took the time to have the right finishes and the right sheet, yes. you know, and how do you feel? Do you feel like you can sink into that bed and be like, yep, vacation has started, you know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, presentation, and I mean, I'm about design, you know, and I'm about, yeah. you know, how visually things affect us, and that's why I try and strive to get, like, you know, the right pictures or, you know, or the right design for a website, and and just, it makes an impression, you know, your website is a reflection of you, right? When you hand these people your business card, and what's the first thing they're going to do? They're going to call the number. They're going to go to your website, and they're going to see, okay, who is this person? And, and you're going to reflect what it is you think about yourself. If you think about yourself as a professional who invests in themselves, or you think about yourself a little bit less than. Because if you invest in yourself, then others are more willing to invest in you, too. You know, mm-hmm. instead of like you're, you don't really have a, a good website or a great online presence. Presence is almost like, okay, what do you know about what it is you're talking about? Because what I'm seeing here is just like something you just threw together. So it just shows the dedication and and the attention to detail that you have. So I totally get it, and it's just almost, I guess, it's almost the same thing as about what about what we're presenting to the world as well. So I get it, yeah. and and I think it's something that that is that should be taken more of 
taking care of ourselves instead of being something that is superficial because I know like, oh my God, I'm trying to be authentic and if I have lashes, I can't be authentic or I'm going to be like very genuine <laughs> and real, but if I don't have a bare face, it's not genuine and real. Oh, but, exactly. you know, it makes you feel like that, but in reality, when you look your best, you feel your best, right? And then you got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely it. Yeah. So, so back to your business. So mm-hmm. I love, I love everything that we talked about and everything that we're talking about. And I really want to go into like, you know, taking that leap of faith, Shannon. Like, I mean, you were secure, you had a full time job, and then boom, you're, mm-hmm. you don't have that security as you did, you know, and now you're full blown, full time. This is your thing. This is your calling. This is what you're meant to do. How was that? How is that? Tell me about that. <laughs> ah, that was the biggest decision I have ever made in my life. And with decisions like that, you know, you, there's always uncertainty. But I'll say I felt like I left the good to pursue the great. Um. I did. I left a lot, a lot of security, a lot of comfort. But the excitement that drives me to see what the end is going to be is worth it. And, I mean, it's been July the 12th is when I moved down here. And even though it feels like it's a lot longer, there hasn't been a lot of time. But so much has been accomplished. Like, my studio was open, what, maybe July the 30th. Um, my clientele down here is building, but it was it was a scary move. But you know what was what would have been even worse or more scary would be for me to be sitting in a classroom this year, looking at kids that I really have no interest in teaching, giving my half-hearted effort, trying to do my passion on the side, and trying to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. And I don't even feel like I can say, well, at least I tried if it doesn't work out. I'm so convinced it's going to work out. Like I said, if I look back over the things that I've done in my pastime, the things that I've shared with close friends, this is something I've always been doing. There's a family member of mine who, as I was posting things, she wrote, like, your success really isn't a surprise to me. I've been doing my eyeliner the way I've been doing it for years because you taught me that. Well, I met her because this is when, you know, through marriage and all that. I was like 19. I had, I don't even remember doing that. But again, just being able to look at someone, see their beauty, and know how to enhance it, and I would just want to show them, that's something that I've been doing forever. So it hit me. More and more, as I look back, like, wow, this is really in me. This isn't something that I'm just starting with. This is something that's been in me that is forcing itself out of me. So with that happening, the move was just part of that. The quitting of the job was just part of that. It was just time. And I knew it wouldn't make sense to a whole lot of people, so I didn't tell a whole lot of people until I had to. I knew that it would be encouragement to a lot of other people, but it was more of an encouragement to me. 
I remember being in the class today and uh, trying to figure out, okay, how was next semester going to get taken care of and all this? But then I had to pause and I had to be like, you know what? But I'm here. I remember when I came to just look at the school and see where I wanted to live, what the distance of my house and what the school should be. And, and I'm here. I'm in my dream. I'm in the phases and the building of what's always been in my heart. So when you're really actively pursuing your passion and your dreams, you don't really see anything as lack. It's uncomfortable for a little bit and you don't like how it may cause discomfort for everyone else who is in that vision and dream with you. But it's temporary. Um, my kids are super supportive. I've shared the vision and made it plain with them to them. And they are like a hundred percent on board. I mean, you know, they're so sweet. They realize like, okay, mom, you're in school, so you know, okay, mom, we get it, you're not teaching anymore, so it may be a little different. And even in that, I've never had the conversation of like, look, you know, everything's cut in half now. We're gonna have to struggle for a little bit. I haven't. I've just really watched God provide for us and we've been able to maintain a very similar lifestyle to what we were doing. But they know and I know that the outcome will be well worth, you know, this little time of discomfort while we're building. Wow. I mean, that's so, like, inspiring. I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, when you're pursuing a dream, when you're pursuing a calling, there's going to be a leap of faith that you're going to have to take. Either you take it or you regret the day that you didn't, you know? Because it's always going to be that, like, fight or flight mode, right? You know? Yeah. And I'd rather look back in my life and say, you know what? I'm glad I took that risk. You know, instead of being like, man, I wish I would have done it. Because we're going to grow old regardless, right? <laughs> we're going to get there anyway. And what's going to be the difference between now and then, you know? What kind of mindset are you going to have there when you look back? Everything's not going to always go 100% like you would think, but you'll never know unless you do it, unless you try it. Hey, Amen. And, you know, I got to apologize because you're going to hear my little guy in the background. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's he's a month now. He turned a month yesterday, which is ninth um September sixth. That's when we're recording this. I know, right? It's been a month already. It's been a month. It's been more than a month, but it's been a month since he's been born. Can you believe it? No. <laughs> so tell me about um where people can find you. Tell us where where people can find you. Your homepage. Everywhere. <laughs> so I am on online, of course. I'm on Facebook at Conversion Creative Studio. But um, I am on www.shannon.com. He's just confirming it. That's right. Yeah, he's, 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 he's crazy. He's like... <laughs> Shannon Sharp with no E, studios.com. All right, I'm going to also provide the link on the blog post and in the show notes so people can definitely head over there to shannonsharpstudios.com. And also, I hear that you're having uh, a subscription service. Yeah, my my business coach. I think you know her. She's amazing. 
squishy. Oh, and I, <laughs> she's Linda Mendable of LindaMendable.com. Go check her out. Yeah, she, she is amazing. She pushes me and she forces me to see what I think sometimes I I couldn't see. I mean, she's very much a coach. And as much as I'm a coach and I like to pull out people's potential, it's so good to have someone to do that for you, too, as they're saying it's not a high level. So I love you and appreciate you so much. Oh, I love but, you, too. <laughs> I am... Uh, I am launching my pretty pack, and by monthly, you get items, tools, resources, samples that I think you should know about that are beneficial for your skin and that are makeup samples that are seasonal, and I put them all in the pack, and I have them delivered to your doorstep for just $25. Again, it's bi-weekly, I mean bi-monthly, and... um. It allows you an opportunity to kind of really sit down and you're building your makeup kit. These are things and items that I've really considered based on you and then based on what I know about makeup and skincare and just really resourceful and easy tools that I feel like should be in every woman's kit and makeup regimen. Skincare yeah. line. I am so excited to get mine. I have no idea. I can't wait to get mine in the mail. So you can find um, Pretty Pack with bit with b i t dot l y slash Pretty Pack. Confirm me. He confirmed. Me. Yeah, he's absolutely. Right. <laughs> he's translating in Spanish. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, so bit dot v so v i t dot l y slash. And I love the idea. Where did you come up with this idea, Shannon? <laughs> well, again, my business coach was like, Shannon, have you ever considered reaching more people this way? And, you know, I tend to, because people don't know what to go look for in the store. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm bringing it to them. And then if they have any questions, they can further order products and all from me. But there's so much out there that is beneficial for your beauty. And I'm including some tools for you, Um, like eyebrows is what I'm focusing on this month. So you'll have a little cosmetic bag, you'll have a lash comb and brow groomer, and you'll also have a stencil kit where you can kind of make your eyebrows as exact and complimenting, flattering on your face as possible, as well as an angle eyeliner and brow brush to help you do that. And a couple other goodies that I'm going to include in there. Um... You'll get, again, the skincare sample set, and you'll get a face brush to kind of help you exfoliate. Exfoliation is something that a lot of people don't realize is as necessary as washing your face every day. You don't have to exfoliate every day, but you do want to do it at least once a month, I mean once a week, because it really takes the old skin off and allows your newer skin to breathe. But a lot of people... 
are not aware of that. And then we put makeup on top of our skin, it kind of just sits on the dry skin. And then you don't have the look that you're trying to achieve, but then you feel like maybe it's the product. But all makeup, all good and flawless makeup starts with really good skin. And you can get that by wearing products that are good for your skin, such as Armand, as well as a complimenting skincare line. So I like to put a lot of the same brand on. I like to skip around too much because this line of care works together. It all works to lift, tighten, and uh, strengthen your skin, and it's all herbally and botanically made. So it's pure, safe, and beneficial. It's animal cruelty-free. It's gluten-free. It's vegan. I mean, it's just wonderful. And it's been around for a while. A lot of people don't know about it. It's been around about 35 years. I didn't know about it. It is not something that I would have readily um, uh, tried. But the, the results on the lady who introduced me to it, and then she gave it to me, gave me her personal skincare line to take home and try. I was super impressed, super, super impressed. So I did it, and I got hooked, and then, again, in the line of business that I'm in, it just didn't make sense for me to purchase it from, uh, well, you can't purchase it unless you get it from a consultant, but it didn't make sense to me to use it and then not not take advantage of the business side. Yeah, and if, um, if anyone is interested, just sign up at the link. Yeah, not only that, Jen also has links on her website on it as well as the mm-hmm. Arbonne products that she consults. So thank you so much, Shannon, for, for being on the show, for letting us know. And one more question before before I let you go. You know, what is your what would you say your message is? My message is I feel like I am an empowerer, I'm an encourager, I am a potential digger, I'm a coach. And my message is that I see things in you divinely that you don't see in yourself. And I welcome the opportunity to show it to you, either as a client or however. But that's a passion of mine. You know, it goes far beyond the money. It's like, you know, when you're when your insides are well. And I mean that's your spirit, your soul, and then your body. Everything else comes together. A healthy mentality is is ideal, but you you're not gonna just get that. It's not a positive thinking thing. It's not a uh there's no tricks and gimmicks and all. It's for me, my message is God is giving me beauty for ashes. And I like to take that message, and the, I love the way that he allows me to minister through makeup. I've had so many comments on Facebook, and I've had text messages over the years where people are, like, in tears as a result of how the Lord used me to empower them. And, you know, the makeup is just a tool that he gives other people have other tools, but I know that this is this is my tool, this is my area, and I, I feel like my makeup kit is my full kit. You know, some people may never enter into a church, 
But again, I strive to provide an experience and not just a service. So that's, that would be my message is to empower people to be all that they can be, to be what they're called to be, and to know that, you know, all of this skin is just what it is, it's surface, but real beauty is on the inside. Amen. That's a great message, Shannon. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for your insight, for your wisdom. Thank you for blessing us with your perception and your truth, you know, as far as your calling goes. You know, it's not in vain at all. And I am so thankful to know you and to be blessed by you. Thank you. Thank you, Linda Mendable. And you're just a blessing. And I appreciate you so much. And I just thank God that I stalked you on Facebook years ago. And (laughs) that you didn't think I was weird (laughs) for doing this. (laughs) But no, I thank God for you. And I thank you for your guidance um, this far in my business for being my my coach. Because, you know, every every good teacher, every good whatever, everybody who's doing whatever it is we're doing, you got to have somebody who's pulling you and pushing you. And that's what I did not have. And I am one who pours out a lot and I'm encouraging all the time and all, but it is so good when God handpicks your coach for you, you know. So I do, I recognize that about you and I love you for it. Oh, thank you, Shannon. Wasn't that episode so amazing? Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, subscribe, leave a review. We need that so we can get more eyes on this show and just spread the news, the good news. And also, are you in Raleigh, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, or the Triangle area of North Carolina? You'll hear my babies in the background, but it's okay. Come join us for our workshop and runway show that is meant to amplify your message with your business. We have headshots. We have an amazing lineup, guests and teachers. And we also celebrate with a fashion show that is meant to impact the community and help underprivileged children join an apprenticeship program, shadowing designers and gaining real world experiences. This is something that my heart is all over and I pray and hope that it's all over yours as well. This is going to be an amazing event. It's going to sell out quickly. Right now, early bird tickets are on sale. So go get your ticket and join us in Durham, North Carolina at ReCity. Go to lindamendable.com slash workshop. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. Thank you. Go to lindamendable.com slash workshop.